Hey, it's Dan York with episode 121 of the Dan York Report. And if you didn't get what that was at the beginning, it was the lift or the elevators, we would say, in the U.S. And here in our hotel in London, it's been saying, doors opening and then doors closing, doors opening, doors closing. After you hear that a bit, I have to confess, <laughs> it's a part of me that just wanted to say, all right, just open the doors. Don't tell me about it. Just do it. That was uh, a bit of the fun just of being here in this hotel for the week. It's been a crazy, crazy week, as I've referred to in previous reports, and uh, I'm tired. I'm exhausted, actually, and I'm working on getting all my stuff back into my bag so that I can be able to travel with it tomorrow. I have to be up quite early to get on to, uh, I need to catch a train out of probably about 5 o'clock or so, 5 a.m., yes, indeed, out of Paddington Station. The Heathrow Express starts up at about 5.10, and I'm going to be on one of those early ones heading out to Heathrow to go and uh, and fly back to the, to the U.S. Time to get home after this trip. It's been a great, exhausting, exhilarating week. Lots of good activity happening on so many fronts. Uh, some really great work happening with, uh, with DNS, with IPv6, with the stuff that I work on, with some real-time communications things. Um, including getting sucked into helping with a document that should be good, but it will be, uh, anyway, the whole bunch of stuff going on. Lots and lots of things. Great time to see some really just excellent and amazing people. One of whom, actually, was outside of IETF on the very last day. I got a really uh, great opportunity on Friday night here, just a few hours ago, to uh, go and meet with Neville Hobson. Uh, Neville is half of the co-host team of the For Immediate Release, or FIR, podcast, to which I've been contributing for, I I did the math, I thought it was only seven years or so, but it's actually about nine years. I started in the early part of 2005, contributing comments and things, and then later became an official correspondent later uh, later in that year. So, you know, for most of nine years, and I've only actually seen Neville one other time that I can recall, it was not too far away from here, over at Paddington Station, where I was. Uh, I met him. I was in town. I think I still worked at Mitel, so that goes back uh, quite a ways. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't even remember when. Too many trips. But anyway, I was uh, there. I think I was in Wales, and I uh, met up with Neville at Paddington Station on my way to Heathrow. And we went and had some dinner then, but this was many years ago. So it was great to meet up with Neville. We had a wonderful conversation, went to a nearby pub that had fantastic burgers and uh, and nice pint of beer and um, spent some time talking just about everything. And then went back to the hotel. And, uh, and of course, we're two podcasters. We have recorders. We sat down and recorded had a wide-ranging conversation kind of about, well, about what I was doing here this week, about the internet, about what people in PR and marketing and communicators, content providers, need to be thinking about with regard to the changes that have been happening in the internet and stuff like that. You'll have to stay tuned. That'll probably go up as a for immediate release interview series somewhere off of forimmediatelease.biz sometime in the next couple of days. But that's it. It was, uh, it was a great event. I had some good, really good video interviews. Oh, I have to talk about the teleprompter app uh, for my iPad. This was a brilliant thing that happened today. We were doing some short little video interviews with a couple of different leaders of the ITF, and they were just looking into the camera and saying about a 30-second to one-minute little statement. And there were prepared statements for a couple different people. And the first person who came and did it 
um, had to, we didn't want him to look at it. So he had to memorize the, the speech, the little piece that he was doing. And, and I don't know how many takes it was, 10, 15, might have been more, something, as we tried to go through that and get it down to where he felt he had it nailed and, and did that. And, and we did. You know, he did a great job with it. I'm getting, I'll be getting that up uh, sometime early next, uh, next week. But then for the, you know, I sat there watching. I said, you know, there's got to be a better way. And I mean, I have an iPad. There must be a teleprompter app. And there was. In fact, there's like 20 of them. But one of them was free, called, of course, Teleprompter Lite. And I just uh, downloaded that, installed it, and typed in the text for the next person who was speaking. And, and then when that person was coming to do their little thing, we just held it right above the, the camera. Uh, the person looked at it, read the, uh, read the text as they, were, as they were saying it, and it worked great. Uh, we only did, uh, I think it might have just been, I think we might have done a second take, but it was just, it was very simple, very straight, and we did that. And then the third person who did this, again, we loaded the text into the, into the teleprompter app, put it right above the camera, and did that. It worked fantastically. This particular app lets you change the speed and lets you adjust the size of the fonts and stuff. And then, uh, and then when I was doing a, a, a two-person interview with uh, Yari Arko, the chair of the IETF, uh, I, we put the questions into the, the teleprompter and the pieces that were there so that both of us could just kind of look right at the camera and we could see what it was what we were going to work with. It, was, it worked great. My colleague Greg Wood helped to hold that and all was, all was excellent. So brilliant idea. If you're doing video interviews, if you want to do something and you're doing statements of prepared text or something, or even just interviews where you want to know the question, think about your iPad or whatever tablet you may have and think about teleprompter apps. Very cool feature. Anyway, that's all for tonight. I've got to finish packing up so I can get a little bit of sleep before I get up and go to the head to the airport. So uh, that's all from here. This is probably the last report I will be sending from London. Tomorrow's report should be from somewhere, um, somewhere in, I guess, in Dulles or somewhere, somewhere tomorrow, somewhere in the East Coast of the United States. If you feel like leaving a comment, you can do so at soundcloud.com slash danyork, or you can leave a comment on social media, wherever it is. And you can find more of my writing and audio at danyork.me. Thanks for listening, and bye from London, UK.